welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. September 3rd, 2020. Dishes, 5G tech play, and should T-Mobile be allowed to buy C-Band? There were two surprises from the CBRS auction. The first was that Verizon did not secure a nationwide CBRS spectrum position, and the second was that DISH did. We discuss what that could mean for DISH and big tech and the upcoming C-Band auction. We also posit whether Verizon is planning to shut down T-Mobile's ability to bid. First, Verizon. Last week, we speculated that Verizon would buy a nationwide 40 megahertz deep CBRS spectrum position for $2.7 billion. That was way off. Verizon secured high bids on 40 megahertz of spectrum in just 20% of the U.S. population and 30 megahertz in another 26%. That means Verizon bought nothing in more than half the United States. To be fair, Verizon secured deep spectrum in the big markets where it needs it the most. Their goose eggs were in second-tier markets like Fort Myers, Tulsa, and Grand Rapids. In those smaller markets, the shared general access CBRS licenses might be enough to satisfy Verizon's spectrum needs, but using unlicensed spectrum seems more like a cable strategy than a Verizon one. For our podcast listeners that haven't seen the note, we inserted a Twitter poll in which we asked how much CBRS spectrum did Verizon win? 43% of respondents said 40 megahertz and 20% said 30. Now back to the note. So what is the strategy? Based on these bidding results, we believe Verizon will primarily be using CBRS for LTE capacity augmentation. We still think this could include implementations in small cells and macro towers, but this was not a positive data point for tower companies. The CBRS results were also an indication that Verizon remains steadfast in its millimeter wave-based 5G strategy, regardless of the poor initial performance and lingering questions about that spectrum's usability for fixed or mobile applications. We believe this puts even more pressure on Verizon to secure a deep, nationwide spectrum position in the upcoming C-band auction. Play to win. It is increasingly evident that DISH is pursuing more than a consumer wireless strategy. DISH's move to secure 10 MHz of CBRS spectrum nationwide and 20 MHz or more in 60% of the country builds upon that underlying thesis. At first blush, CBRS further deepens DISH's already robust and vacant mid-band spectrum position. However, a mix of CBRS spectrum could also emerge as an important asset that DISH can integrate into a service offering that appeals to a diverse set of data-centric tech companies. The flexible CBRS licensing scheme, which includes shared and licensed spectrum, has attracted a wide range of companies. The CBRS ecosystem for IoT, industrial and enterprise devices and applications is quickly expanding, thanks in part to Qualcomm's embrace. Meanwhile, private LTE and ultimately 5G networks over CBRS offer material advantages over Wi-Fi 6. The broad interest in CBRS was evident in the list of winning bidders, which included several companies that would typically set up their own private networks. Interestingly, tech journalist Rich Miller pointed out that JBG Smith, a REIT, who is the landlord for Amazon's HQ2 also acquired Spectrum. It acquired 40 MHz in Arlington and 30 MHz in Alexandra for $25 million, or a whopping $2 per MHz pop. If the CBRS ecosystem continues to grow and the shared channels fill up, DISH will have been the only company to secure a nationwide position 
of the licensed portion of this spectrum band. Haters gonna hate. It wasn't long ago that the anti-dish crowd was questioning the company's ability to fund the $1.4 billion purchase of Boost and a pending $1. billion debt maturity. Dish settled both with its cash on hand, continued to generate free cash flow, and just went out and committed $900 million to buy more Spectrum. At this point, Verizon should be wondering what Dish might have lined up for the C-band auction. We are too. For our podcast listeners, we included a poll that we conducted on Twitter that asked whether Dish won any CBRS Spectrum. 77% of respondents said no. Now back to the note. C-band. On the last Dish earnings call, we asked Charlie Ergen if he ultimately needed more Spectrum. He basically gave a non-answer. Do you find that C-band Spectrum to be not necessary in terms of giving you enough um, assets to compete over a five or ten year period? Well, you know, if it's pre-premature to, to, to look at C-band, I mean, there is an auction going on today. We'd like to see the results of that. There's a, I think an NPR, I think the FCC's NPR came out yesterday. I haven't seen it yet on C-band, so um, we would like to see that. But it's certainly a good band. It, it, it certainly is, is, is one that, that we have spent time with overseas and, and played with. Um, and we're certainly in a, in a unique position to clean sheet paper. Um, in terms of designing the right network for the future, so um, you know we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see where the you know strategic work. But we we feel like we have the information that we need, other than other than reading the FCC and seeing what happens in the current basically C band auction today, and just kind of see where that goes. Um, no, a, you know, I'm sorry. It's a not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a not answer answer. But but even if I knew what I was going to go and tell you, at a minimum. DISH should participate in the C-band auction to pick off Spectrum at an attractive price. Phase 2 Spectrum from the C-band auction, which could take years to clear, will likely sell at a steep discount to Phase 1, which Verizon believes it can deploy as early as next year. Investors should not expect Verizon to secure Phase 1 Spectrum blocks at a bargain. In the CBRS auction, DISH paid $0.15 per megahertz pop, which was less than half Verizon's cost basis of $0.39. Will Verizon try to kick T-Mobile out of the C-band auction? We suspect Verizon might be lining up an argument against T-Mobile being able to bid in the C-band auction. Verizon recently made an odd filing with the FCC complaining about a 600 MHz Spectrum lease deal T-Mobile completed with Columbia Capital five months ago. Verizon highlighted the FCC's long-forgotten Spectrum screen, arguing that T-Mobile already owned too much Spectrum in a few markets. This appears to us to be the first step in a potentially larger argument on how much Spectrum T-Mobile should be allowed to own and whether it should be limited in the upcoming Spectrum auction. Verizon's argument would not be unwarranted. The approval of the Sprint transaction and the FCC's upcoming cleanup auction of 2.5 GHz Spectrum provides T-Mobile with visibility on nearly 200 megahertz of mid-band spectrum. As an aside, we were amused that Verizon neglected to include their millimeter wave spectrum position in their comparisons, despite their claims about millimeter wave's technical performance. For our podcast listeners, we included a graph from the Verizon filing that showed the dramatic difference between T-Mobile's spectrum position and that of its three peers. Now back to the note. Cable was generally as expected. The cable companies basically did what we expected them to do by securing Spectrum in their footprints. Interestingly, 
Comcast was actually more aggressive than Charter. Comcast added at least 20 megahertz of spectrum depth in 100 million of its pops, while Charter achieved that depth in only a handful of markets. Hope you enjoyed today's note. Don't forget, most podcast players have a speed function if you'd like to get through our content a little bit quicker. Have a great week.